right? Represents the brokenness of humanity, right? And so, what is the invitation of this gospel for you and for I as we're walking our journey of life? What's the invitation? How many of you know the beautiful story of the stained glass window? You heard the story? I love this story. The story of the stained glass window. So one day in the church, there was this beautiful stained glass window, much like our stained glass window here. And there was this huge, huge storm, huge storm. And the wind was blowing, and it was, it was a terrible storm. What happened to the stained glass window? It broke. Yes. Who said that? You know the story. <laughs> it broke. It broke. So, yeah, that's exactly right. And the pieces were on the floor. They were, they were everywhere on the floor. So the janitor came along, as he normally would, and he was cleaning the pieces up to throw them away. But this artist, who was a member of the congregation, came by and said to the janitor, don't throw those pieces away, I want them. The janitor says, you want the broken pieces? You can have them. So the artist took the broken pieces of this broken, beautiful stained glass. What do you think he did with them? He created a new, beautiful piece of art. So a couple months went by, and then the artist invited the congregation to his studio. And what did the artist do? He showed the congregation this beautiful, new stained glass window that he had put together from the one that was broken by the storm. That, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is my life and your life. The brokenness of this world, the brokenness of society, the brokenness of our lives, whatever that brokenness may be or however it might look like, our Lord did not cause it, I want to be perfectly clear about that, our Lord did not cause it, right? But he allows it to occur sometimes for what reason? To paint a beautiful picture with our lives. That we, that we may share with the world and with others. To give the world and others hope. To give the world and others encouragement. Think about this invitation. You know, there's another, there's another beautiful, beautiful writing. C.S. Lewis actually wrote this, I believe. And C.S. Lewis was writing about God building a house. And C.S. Lewis in his writings talks about how God is building this house. And how we want the house, what we want the house to look like. What do you want your house to look like? If God's going to build it, what do you want it to look like? And we have this image in our mind of what we want this beautiful house to look like, right? And so C.S. Lewis writes so beautifully, he says, the way that you want it to look like is not how God is building it. And sometimes he's doing the kitchen in a different way. Or he's doing the yard in a different way. And he's doing the living room in a different way. And C.S. Lewis in his writing says, don't despair. When that happens, don't despair. Remember, God is building the house because God is coming to live in it. God is building the house of my heart and your heart, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Sometimes not the way you and I want it. <laughs> but we have to remember that God is building a house in a special way because he wants to come and live in it. He wants to come and live in my heart and in your heart. And he wants to be so much a part of my life and your life because he loves us so, so, so very much. So as we enter this Christmas season, as we prepare to celebrate the great nativity of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, just remember this gospel lesson. God came into the world to straighten the backs of those whose backs are broken. My back's broken, I can tell you that right now. 
<laughs> you know, perhaps your backs are broken too. And God has come to straighten our backs because he loves us so, so, so very much. So I leave you this morning with this thought. Remember the high school football team I just started sharing with you in the beginning of our, of our sermon this morning? God straightens our backs in beautiful ways. Last night at the YAL event at our, at our home, we were talking about how does God straighten our backs and we talked about the Jesus prayer. We talked about going inward to look at the depths of our hearts. And then, Nesbita Abbasu, who was there last night, made a comment that really caught my attention. I want to share it with you. She said, she was talking about recognizing the image of God in the other. Recognizing the image of God in the other and how recognizing the image of God in the other can lead us toward that place where God can also help straighten our backs, can also help heal our souls, right? So what, is that, what does that look like? What does, what does looking into the eyes of the other and recognizing the image of the, in the other, what does that mean? What does that look like? It looks like just what the football did, team did, the cell football team, went to the hospital to care for those who are working. That's exactly what it looks like. When we care for those who are less fortunate, when we care for those who are in need, when we love those individuals who are not lovable for whatever the reason, when we lift Christ's gospel out into the world, like brothers and sisters in Christ, we are serving the need of the other. We are recognizing the image of God in the other. We are serving Christ himself, partner. And through living the gospel, that is another venue of how God straightens our backs, if you will, how God heals us. It's a beautiful way for you and I to live in this gospel. Because remember, what our Lord wants more than anything else is to paint a beautiful picture of our lives. He wants to build a beautiful house that he can come and live in because he loves us so much, and because more importantly than anything else, and this is the most important part of this, and I'm going to leave you with this. This Christmas, he wants to be born in our hearts. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us all and keep us in his care on this day.